0: Hello, everybody. I've been waiting for you just a bit, and I think hopefully you've been waiting for me. Sign in as soon as you can. Let us know who's here so we can shout out a hello to you. You know, we've been doing this series on calling those things that are not as though they were until this thing has absolutely gotten under my skin. i tell you the truth. I'm eating and sleeping and drinking it and um it's a joy to me i i'm i'm thrilled by this this revelation insight um calling those things that are not as though they were so many places in the scripture where it is but we we began at 1 corinthians chapter 1 didn't we with uh, verse 26 you see your calling brethren paul says to these corinthians that not many wise i i, I we'll get into that in depth he's not being critical of the Corinthians at all but this word is wise according to the flesh these are sophists he's talking about actually it's the beginning of the legal profession uh, they had already begun of course much earlier but these people sold their knowledge and then would represent wealthy people in the courts of the day and that was the beginning of course of the probate and the uh, legal profession and then he said not many mighty and this of course was a military term and then uh, not many noble and this was a eugenics term of high birth uh, your name and so on has god chose but he says god has chosen and he says that three times god has chosen uh the foolish things to put to shame the wise, the weak, to put to shame the mighty, and the base things, to, to put to shame the highborn. And then he went on to state the principle here that is behind all of it. Now, it's just, it's just good speaking. Paul is a good speaker. He, he reached out and he grabbed hold of those people by saying something about themselves. And he didn't put them down, obviously. That would have been foolish. He was raising them up. That God has chosen us in this room, I can hear him say. And the things which are not to bring to nothing, to naught, the King James said, to zero, to zero the things that no flesh should glory in his presence. Uh, You see, three things. Are here three three times he said this word exceluxato I mean it's 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 what a word ek is out select to select out and auto as I told you last time is an heiress middle which is something God did in and of and by himself That means that it's a character trait. God chooses, not just chose one time, but this is the way God works. He calls those things that are not as though they were. It is a divine characteristic. Let's get that in our minds and in our spirits. It's a divine characteristic. God calls those things that are not as though they were now that's what i get from that is the principle then if you go over to second corinthians you'll remember and the fourth chapter and we'll skip verse 13 and go straight to verse 18 because this is where he really lays out the principle of calling those things that are not as though they were and here's what he says he says While we do not look at, and you remember that word is scopeo, S-K-O-P-E, scope. Scope. Get it in your scope. Aim at it. Make it your focus. That's what he's saying here. He says, we don't aim at and make our focus things which are seen to see with the naked eye, but we focus on aim at things which are not seen for the things which are seen and the King James says are, are temporary, or I, I forgot the term there, but the, the, the Greek is pros Kairos outside of our time zone outside of our now time. In other words, uh, not irrelevant, of course not. Not meaningless, of course not. But they are not the things that really and truly matter. He says, for the things which are seen are passing. The word means passing. It means accidental. It means transitory. There's the best English translation. They're transitory. They're gonna to come today and go tomorrow. Things that exist change. Existence changes. Your circumstances, your situation changes, you see. But the things which are not seen at which we focus and aim are eternal. Now, here's another, another thing I, I, we must see clearly. We say eternal and, and then we think of always existing. That is not the basic meaning of the word ionos. This is the word ionos, A-I-O-N you see e e o n or e a o n aeon or eon it means it means fitting it it doesn't mean so much forever as it means right fitting permanent in the sense that it is according to my purpose it is not something that is going to divide me but something that is going to integrate me and unite me see that's that's the idea we must see here we're 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 juxtaposing the passing and the permanent the accidental and the purposeful in other words it's truly who we are focus on who we truly are, not what's happening to us right now. And that brings me um, and brought me last time to this great principle that I believe I'm discovering more than I ever have before in my work, my study, that I call the principle of incarnation. It's everywhere in this book it's everywhere in this book particularly in the new testament and particularly here in corinthians ephesians and colossians is just full of it paul was full of this principle of incarnation what i what i have seen afresh and anew in this study and hear me on this now is that Jesus, God's purpose in bringing Jesus to the earth, incarnating himself in Jesus in the earth, is not to snatch us away from the earth and take us to heaven. It is really to bring heaven to us, to bring the kingdom to us, to put us into Christ. You see, there's a great passage in Colossians 1 20 well I I I think I'll turn there Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 and it goes on um, we we often quote it like God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself that's that's also a great Pauline passage but but look at this Verse 19 of Colossians 1, it says, For it pleased the Father, he chose it. This is God's chosen method to call those things that are not in existence into existence, to change existence. And make it conform to being. Now hold, hold that. Hold that. I know I jumped ahead there. But hold on to that now for just, just a minute. Here's what, he, here's what he says now. He says, it pleased the father that in him all the fullness should dwell. And by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach. In his sight that's the principle of reconciliation you seek God did not send Jesus to the earth to snatch us away from here he sent him into the earth so that he could dwell in us as he dwelt in him and the fullness of the Godhead could bodily rule and reign in the earth there's another passage and uh, over in Ephesians chapter 2 let's go there Ephesians chapter 2 now, I don't want to go too rapidly here and and uh, not get get all of this Ephesians 2 verse let's see, 9 mm-hmm. Ephesians 2 verse where is that uh, passage Uh, in him the fullness of the Godhead dwelt bodily is the passage that I'm looking for in him the fullness of the Godhead dwelt bodily that again is the principle of incarnation now all of that leads me to a little verse tucked away in the book of James that I really want to us to look at right now. James 1 17. James 1.17. Then I want to show you something. Go on over to James 1.17 if you if you can get there. Let me, let me read it to you here. James 1 17. Every good gift. Now, a gift is a is a the doma gift it's it's something that God releases to us, and we become responsible for a charism gift, a charismatic gift, a charisma gift is something that God comes into us by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit still owns a charisma gift, and he lives inside of us, but he controls it severally as he wills. That's a charisma gift, those nine gifts. Listed there in 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter 12, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, word of faith, miracles, healings, and so on. Those are God's gifts in us, but a Doma gift is God's gift to us. You see the difference? It's God's gift to us. In other words, we exercise it or it doesn't get exercised. We do it or it doesn't get done. Every good gift, doma, and perfect gift. Now, there's a difference sometimes between a good gift and a perfect gift. A good gift enables us to do some things, but the word perfect is that great word teleos. You remember when Jesus was on the cross and he cried, it's finished? That was the word teleos in Greek. In other words, complete. I am who you called me to be. I am, I've done what you assigned me to do. See, that's why it says perfect, meaning complete. Every gift that completes us, watch this now, every good gift and every perfect gift, every gift that completes us according to purpose is from above, above. That's the Greek word, anothen, A-N-O-T-H-E-N. And Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, you remember, in John. I believe it's somewhere around chapter three. And he said to him, except a man be born, the King James says, again, that, that phrase, born again, is not in the Bible. It's born from above. Born from above. Anothen is the word. Ano is the word for heaven, and then is thesis uh, set in heaven. Man born again according to what is set in the heavens, he becomes known, credentialed, if you will, authorized in heaven. Every good gift, every perfect gift comes to us authorized from the Father of lights. Hmm. That's James. Now, that brings me, again, to to what I want to really talk with us about today, about this thing of calling those things that are not as though they were. There's more to it than we've heard. There's more to it than has been taught us before. You see, when God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis 1.1, that's the Hebrew word bara, and God created the heavens and the earth. Now look, what is there, look at me, what is there that is not in the heavens or the earth? Nothing, everything is in the heavens and the earth. In other words, like our scientists tell us, all matter has already been created. It's all here. God has already created everything actually or in seed or in potential. Everything is here. In the beginning, God created. Everything, the heavens and the earth. Verse 2 But the earth was without form and void, chaos, chaos. Well, if something happened. We know what happened. The word tells us what happened. Satan was ca- cast out, Lucifer was cast out, the son of the morning, uh, because of sin. And he came and he built his kingdom between God's third heaven and earth's first heaven in the second heaven. And now he claims earth for himself. God sent Adam and Eve, but he tricked them and he stole back what God had given to man. So in the beginning everything was created. Now God tells us in this principle that He chose; it's His choosing; it's His method, not uh, not ours. He says, "Look at, aim at, focus on, not the things that are seen." X Exist, exist, ex or is ek out, and ist is the root of histemi, which means to stand out, to stand up, or stand out, to stand out, to materialize, to stand out. Now, there is much more that is a part of being. Antos in the greek the hebrew word for being and listen every every great concept or word picture in the new testament has its roots in the old testament comes to us through the septuagint which is the greek translation of the scriptures done in the first century after christ listen Uh, actually before christ it was jesus bible it was paul's bible the septuagint the greek translation of the hebrew scriptures the old testament was jesus and paul's and john's bible that's the bible they wrote Now, um, look, everything that is bees, everything that has being does not have existence. Everything that God has created, bara, does not stand out. We cannot see it with our natural eye, blepo. So he says, aim at scopeo, the things that aren't seen. Because, look at James again now, every good gift, every perfect, completing, fulfilling, healing, anointing, restoring to purpose gift, doma, gift comes down to us from our father of light. That's why he says, don't, don't curse your circumstances. Don't curse your property because it hasn't sold. Don't curse the cancer that's in your body. Call. The things which are not manifest, existent, standing out, incarnated, call them into incarnation so that they can bring to zero the things that are incarnated. When your world goes chaotic, reach into God's cosmos and Reclaim your purpose. Reclaim your wholeness. I've heard so many say, I curse you sickness, I curse you this, I curse you that. No, 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 that's not the way to do it. That's not God's method. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and he created them like himself, perfect. But then the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep and God said light come on out of being into existence and bring to naught the chaos that the enemy has caused calling those things that are not that's our privilege you see the very God because of the principle of incarnation came to us in Christ and he put us in Christ so that we could be in him and we could then use the power that the Father himself, the creator God himself has of calling these things that are not in existence, are not standing out to the five senses. They're there. Oh, they're there. There's so much more that we cannot see that is real than there is that we can see. And here's the principle of reaching in to the eternal. He has reached into us. God has set, established eternity in our hearts. We have the capacity to do this, not by cursing what is, not by denying what is, not by running away from what is, but by simply scoping, looking, aiming at what is out there in God, waiting for us to call it into existence. Uh, I feel that I need to apply this word to us in some some way I know that I want it applied in my heart I want it applied in my life I I I don't want to walk around blind and only see things as they are I want to be able to see things as they truly are, the way God sees them. And I want to be able with this mouth, life and death are in the power of this tongue of confession. I don't want to talk about the problem. I don't want to talk about the chaos. I want to call that which is, that which has being that which is fitting perfect right i want to call it into manifestation call every good and perfect gift a good gift is a gift that brings joy to my life and fulfillness of purpose to my being but a teleos gift that's the one that makes me able to operate according to God's divine purpose for my life. All of those I can call in to existence in my life. I can call them to stand up in my life, stand up and stand out in my life and bring to nothing the chaos and the pain and the hurt, the loneliness, the brokenness. Restore it, oh God. I pray in Jesus' name right now, that person who is lonely who has lost a spouse that would like today to call back into her life something someone that she needs oh God incarnate that 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 spouse pray for this one who who has healing this child this infant these parents that are dreading this and are mesmerized over it they cannot seem to get past it in Jesus name help them to realize they have eternity in their hearts they're not bound by what they can see they can reach in to what they cannot see and call out of being into existence healing life blessing to the life of this child I pray it now Lord no oh God around the world let this word become real in people's lives our time is gone dear ones But I leave it with you now. And I pray that God will make it so real in your heart and and in your life. Now, we're going to move along with this uh, series and try to wrap it up in the next couple of of broadcasts by uh, illustrating it from two great passages of Scripture. Genesis 17 one to seven, and Romans four, uh, 17 and beyond. And if you wanna look at those for next time, I'll see you um, uh, in our next broadcast. And then what we'll do is we're going to take this and make it uh, into a series, into a course. My, uh, my multiplier, Thomas Hale, will do this. And we will have it on our website. We have a brand new website that Thomas has just created and it's called simply roncoddle.com. If you'll go there, roncoddle.com, you'll see thousands of things that I've done over my career and over my, my lifetime. And, um, I have many of them here, but only a fraction really of what I've done, what's available. And we're building it all the time, and we, we want you just to go there and and see what is there, that there are much there are many free things and some things that cost very, very, very little bit of money uh, just to help us with what it takes to operate it. We love you, and we'll see you next time. God bless.